Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We have got three action-packed episodes of Man in the High Castle, season three, episode four, episode five, and episode six to cover here on AfterBuzz TV, and we don't have that much time, so come on with us. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Those fingers in my head. There are a lot of multiverses where I was here last week. We right. do not live in that one. Oh, it's weird, because okay. the multiverse is all the universes, but also the one universe you're talking about. It's very difficult. You know. But let people know who you are, where you're at, where, where you're at here, and then we'll get started. Yeah, my name is Carrie Lane, and uh, we're live in the chat, so if you're watching this live, welcome. And if you're going to watch it later, please comment down below your thoughts on the episode. Thank you very much for everybody who commented last time. Yes. I uh, really appreciate your feedback and how much you thought well, you've had the feels <laughs> on these episodes, especially these ones. I want to know your thoughts. Hey, uh, I agree. I mean, the comments were amazing. Thank you guys so much for engaging with us. And I'm Christine. I'm the newest host on this panel. So excited to be here with you guys. Yay! Geeking out about Man in the High Castle. And uh, shout out to all of our iTunes listeners. Thank you mm-hmm. so much for being loyal listeners. And be sure to give us five stars. Also, there's probably a, a Steve Kaufman host in the multiverse that was better at transitions. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> Stop it. He'll get there. We're, we're here. Yeah. Do you need to transition when Juliana Crane kills Joe Smith? That Do you was need a-, a transition? No. She slit his throat. In It's a jump a just like room. it was like, in the show. It's ridiculous. And I don't even know how to... Pro- like it's. I've yet to fully process what just happened in front of me. It was amazing. I audibly gasped out loud. I just... <gasps> Oh, I was like clapping. I was so excited because what? But you know what? That moment, I was super disappointed in Joe and probably like she was. Oh, no. You've been brainwashed and you're not Joe anymore. Do we think he's been brainwashed so much as he has just realized all that truly matters to him is living and living with her? And the fact that her willingness to actually live with him once he makes that choice is kind of irrelevant. That's how I took it. I think he's brainwashed because he talks about this is a world of perfection and how good this Reich world was. Air quotes for those listening. And I think every time she heard something, it was just another notch of nope, 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 and chop that tree down, I'm done, and slice. Fair. 
Yeah, I agree. I think in that moment she realized, like, I don't think there's any saving this guy. At yeah. least not right now with the the fight that she has to fight. To be also worrying about Joe, it's yeah. like, it, it's either he was going to be on her side and she realized, like, he's not. And that was something I kind of teased last week that I, I looked up, not spoilers per se, but just trying to understand where the book is versus where we mm. are in We're the show. Away. We're gone. <laughs> but it, it does happen in the book that yeah. she does kill him. So to, I was like, oh, Same man. way. Um, in a hotel room. I don't know if it was exactly okay. um, the same way it played out. It was but beautifully yes. done, though. Was, Even though it's brutal. God. So smart, too. She commits. Because I thought about that, too. Like, thinking about the practicality of it, you ha- she had to take one full force, yes. could not hesitate, mm-hmm. had to hit right spot, and it's so clean. What? I. Did you think he might not have been dead dead? I had a moment. <laughs> Like, is think, he dead dead? <laughs> no, I think he was dead dead. I think there yeah. was a certain finality there. There was a certain finality of slitting someone's throat yeah. like that. However, he loves her, though. Yeah, Loved her. He did. Yeah. Like I think that, he still... He do, He did to the end, but in his weird, demented way. Yeah, like, that. I think that's what I'm getting at. Just Yeah. Because everyone... Like, I'm seeing a bit of reaction where everyone's trying to paint him specifically... Oh, he was... He He turned. He turned, there was no, whereas him fully turning would be, he doesn't care about Juliana anymore, which is not the case. I think if he didn't love Juliana, he wouldn't have shot his father. I I think she was the only reason he kept going. I also think if he fully turned, hmm. he would have killed Tagomi. That too. There's that. And also at that point, prior to him giving that line about the, this world of perfection they're living in, mm-hmm. I was kind of giving him the same empathy that I'm giving John Smith because he's just this guy living in this world and he's had to adapt to save himself. And I felt like, okay, Joe Blake is kind of becoming like mm-hmm. John Smith now where he's become a cog in this Reich machine and he has to do what he needs to do to survive. But then I started to hear the crazy talk a little and I was like, man, maybe maybe he's just really gone. Well, oh, Joe definitely gone. But with John, I would argue, though, he has his facial reactions when things are going down with the mm-hmm. Nazis that we go, oh, okay, you're not an idiot. You're with us. Yeah. And you he is surviving and he's mm. protecting his family. Yeah. But I believe he could still be, he's going to be our double agent. I'm waiting for that to happen. I want somebody oh, to be the double I agent mean, and be like, psych, and I kill wish. people. Like, I, yeah. I, <clears throat> I think if the show's taught us anything is that nothing. Probably not going to happen. Well, not, nothing's. Nothing will be just a broad stroke, and now it's America. Mm-hmm. Where it's mm-hmm. like, I, I think, to a certain extent, to make a community reference, I feel like this show represents the darkest timeline. Sure. If you know that show, like they, they do a big bit about the multiverse there. This show is the darkest timeline. So if you know you're in the darkest timeline, the only real thing you can do is try and leave it. And I think we're going to get into that at the end, which is going to be a lot of reckless speculation. Because mm. this, this show, like a lot of shows that deal in time travel or some variation thereof, mm-hmm. which, like, I guess it's not time travel, it's universe travel, leads you some, down some weird roads where it's yeah. like, this will happen, and it's like, nope, just characters and story. <laughs> they transfer when they transfer. Yeah. How do we feel about Wyatt Price? I like him, and I want to trust him. And I take back my team, Joe. I'm team Wyatt. Slash well. team Liam, because he was like, my name's Liam! And then IMDb says I'm Wyatt, and you're all confused now. Yeah. Well, but I like him maybe because of also how he was on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fair. Nice. <laughs> um, I like Wyatt, and I think conveniently the writers and the directors, just the way that it was shot, it's like right after that happens with Joe, um, Wyatt shows back up at Juliana's place, so I feel like they were deliberately filling that spot that Joe once yeah. occupied in terms of like another male co-star who's going to be 
you know, interacting with Juliana a lot more. Um, I trust him at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't know that Juliana completely does, uh, maybe until... Which is smart. Episode yeah. six or so. Which is smart. Yeah. I, don't think Juliana trusts, I don't think Juliana trusts anyone in this universe. Like You kind of have to be like that, though, to I mean, kind of... Like, she... I think she trusts Togomi to not... I think she trusts Togomi to not turn her in. Yes. Like, they have that shared bond, but beyond yeah. that, like, I don't think she trusts him with all the information she has. Yeah. Yeah. But, um... um did you have more on that? I um, no, I mean, no, that's fine. I mean, yeah, I, I at this point, do like Wyatt. Yeah. I think he's great. Um, I think just him as an actor, um, forgive me for not knowing his name, but... His his natural Irish accent is phenomenal. Yes, and I think he just has such a charisma to him that brings a, a lighter tone to the mm-hmm. show. Now, uh, I a moment where I feel like I do trust him when she kind of asks him, "Well, why are you doing this?" And it's hard to find a good dance partner. Yeah. <laughs> I think even if he's real. not fully trustable, uh, trustable mm-hmm. f- can't fully trust him. They could be good partners for yeah. now. Yeah, I also think she has. We have no. Re- she has all the reasons to not trust anyone ever. We have no reason to not trust him. Yeah. Because he could have just as easily not messed with her. Or he, given up and not bother, yeah, helping yeah, like her he or anything. Had no, yeah. He had no reason to help her other yeah. than that he's a, genuinely a good person. Exactly. That it, that feels simple to me, which means it might not be, but that's that's mm. what I'm going to go with. Yeah. Um, they're in the neutral zone. Yes. Frank is in a different part of the neutra- neutral zone. They're There's both in Colorado, Colorado though. Well, the neutral well, zone. Well, then is they a go lot. to Wyoming too. Because it's, I believe, does that's Colorado, another part. But... Does Colorado border Canada? <laughs> no. Colorado, what's it's way lower? What's north of what's whatever's north of Colorado? We're bad Americans all the way with to our Qatar, geography. All the way to all the way to Canada, and then all the way down to New Mexico and parts of Mexico is right. the neutral zone. Like they yeah. show it to Let's you in the opening credits now. So yeah. that I'm very. So that the neutral zone is probably parts of Arizona, parts of Nevada. Mm-hmm. Like I've always okay. the me that the me that has a slight gambling problem has always wanted to see if Las Vegas still happened in Man in the High Castles universe. Right. Because mm. Las Vegas was just like kind of sorta a resort town in the forties. Here we go. So Colorado, north of it is Wyoming, which they go okay, to. Okay, yes. Uh, just west of Colorado is Utah. To the right is Nebraska, Kansas, Oklahoma, and south is New Mexico, which they do talk positively about New Mexico. Yes. And then after Wyoming, it's Montana, then Canada. That makes sense. Yeah. So that's the whole part of the neutral zone that, like, that's a pretty large swath it's a big of America area. Yeah. with a lot of ca- character and culture mm-hmm. that kind of feels well-preserved there. Yeah, I was thinking that the entire stretch of these episodes, sorry to jump in, Please. but just like... How well-preserved and American that area still really feels and how, I mean, I know it's part of their treaty that neither side can operate there in any official capacity, Mm -hmm. but with the same zealousness and fervor that they eliminate any trace of America elsewhere, it's it's amazing that the neutral zone is as preserved as it is. Like the record store even? Yeah, just like little things. I'm like, wow, I I would think that the Reich would have even though it's not a place where they can exert their force, but would have still just pulled everything that they could. Mm-hmm. Or they tried or, like, would send informal groups. And I'm sure that I'm sure what we're not seeing is that there's the occasional informal raid of people who are but aren't Nazis that come through and, ta- and destroy and, like, any American. 
and with this yeah. and with this year, year zero stuff we're going to get into later, there's a possibility that that's where, where they're going to turn once they destroy all the actual monuments they could. on the Reich. And uh, another place we see a glimpse of, but still feels very much its own, but maybe a kitschy tourist version is the Cuba. Yes, Nazi oh my Reich God, Cuba. That was interesting. That felt like I'm very not very in. Nazi world that we have seen so far. It seems yeah, it seems. And I want yeah, I want no more. It was so like still very Havana. I was like, yeah. is this real? Like, and it also it, it opened my mind up to like other countries being under the right mm-hmm. and it and well and it also because what is cuba like now what was and like what are yeah and what are countries like cuba like when when they're under different rule mm-hmm. and i think the argument is like when you look at banana republics or places that are tourist destinations or like mm-hmm. anywhere like that they tend the people in charge tend to do what they can to keep it what it is yeah so it's like we want to make a bunch of resorts so a bunch of americans for lack of a better term for yeah so people can come there and spend money. We're not gonna. We're just gonna loosen that up, and it's a different country, but it's, it's occupied. It's whatever. Yeah. That. Um, but to get back into Frank and yes. Sabra, it is the big reveal. I believe on episode three was that Frank is still alive, mm-hmm. which I wasn't terribly surprised. I was more curious of how would you survive. <laughs> I mean, he he seems very disfigured. That Which, that's part of it. Do you notice they keep showing that all the time? Like, if this is a camera, every shot is. Here's my disfigured side. Did you see it? Here's this side. It they does, don't show it the other side the as much. The production side of me was like, he spent like six hours in that chair. And they a want bunch to show of, it as much as I can. Money, and a bunch of money that they're yeah. like, oh, we don't have anything on the shot list. It's like, you, did, did you shoot Frank Frank's makeup? Yeah. Did you? But did you shoot Frank's makeup from that chair yeah. in this scene? I like the fingers fused yes. together. Every, he also but, still looks really good, though. Yeah, Not he looks fine. Like, in the fa- like, until you get that little side shot, I'm like, You're, the other side of you is still extremely well he's preserved. Two-face. <laughs> from Batman. He's Two-Face from Batman, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, 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 yeah he's Harvey not Dad. that bad. The <laughs> eye's kind of bad. Like, later when his friend shows up, I'm not ready to see people. You have that moment wondering if he's just that slight little bit of vanity, which totally makes sense yeah. of your image of yourself has been changed. But, come on, it's not that bad. But I also think that's how he felt about Ed. Like sure, I, I think yeah. it wasn't. I'm not ready for people yeah. to see me like this because, like that whole com- the whole community sees him that way. Yeah. It was Ed. He felt like he had betrayed Ed. The last they had seen yeah. each other, he felt like he felt he betrayed Ed more than once. To be very honest, that he sure. he didn't want to see Ed. He felt like because he killed people. Yeah. Not only did he kill kill people, I don't think Frank expected to survive and yeah. to have to face people after yeah. the mm-hmm. fact. You That's, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not just facing someone from your past you're really close to. It's like oh shit, like I. You know, part of my friendship. Please. You have mm-hmm. to like. This is going to drudge up a lot of painful memories. Yeah, and remind him of how he got this way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what was really hard for him to come to terms with. But I do think that scene with Ed was very helpful. Where mm-hmm. Ed was like, "You helped. You changed. Like you actually yeah. stood for something. And by standing for something, you made me stand for something. Yes. You made me realize I'd rather go to the neutral zone and be myself." Then live the lie I lived. His yeah. queer self. I love it. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm trying not to make it about that because it's a more, like, it's it's bigger than just who he is. For like, sure. identity-wise, it's just, like, he, yeah. he went well, somewhere. Well, being that, true to himself. Yeah, he Not went, hiding so, it. Yeah, he doesn't have to live in fear, live a lie, live under the Kempitai, which, by the way, yeah. if I were in San Francisco during the, the period of time we're talking about, I'd, I'd flee to the neutral zone. Like, it's, it's bad. Like, they kill in protesters in the street. Yeah, I'm not a protester, but you could probably say I'm an otaku. For those listening, yes. I have an anime-related T-shirt on that mm. I might be a little less uh, freaking out about it. However, we have seen they have a very heavy hand. Yes, that 
And then also Japan of that time is very different than Japan today. Mm. Well, the so. ja- well, and by that you mean the 40s Japan if they never got stopped. Yes. Yeah. And if they because ne- as of this moment, I don't. Japan does not have a standing military. We do that for them. Yeah. That was much, the that was the army that was the agreement. They went the other direction. They went yes. technology. They did. And yeah. I, I always find it fascinating. Which, thank you. <laughs> I always find it fascinating that in this show that the technology of the 60s is probably slightly behind where it would have been normally. Because Japan is still mm-hmm. focusing on a military effort, yeah, and I, I don't, I enjoy that. I, they are like straight up executing people in the streets yes. for probably not many, not great reasons. It's yeah, probably it's hearsay at best. Yeah, it's fear mongering, and mm-hmm. it's yeah. just trying to like wield a heavy hand, even though they're supposed to do a lighter touch. Now these it's lighter, days. yeah. Um, but it, that kind of reminds me, just talking about Ed, like what we spoke about last week, just the stark difference between someone like Robert Childen who. When the Japanese Pacific states, you know, became occupied and this is just their reality, he adapted to it so well. Yes. Whereas Ed was kind of someone who kind of begrudgingly was like, I'm not going to buy into this, but I'm not going to resist it either. He's just kind of existing there. So I would Whereas, say, ki- children's a little bit of a kiss ass. Oh, of course. Just a little bit. That's yeah. like, it nicely. But then, yeah. you know, now it's like someone who's in that position now is just like, oh, oh crap, you know, I don't actually have to stay here. I was never into this. Mm. I can go, like you said, to the neutral zone and just be my authentic self. Like, mm-hmm. Why didn't I think of this before? Because say what you must about Chilton being a kiss ass. He found a way to be his authentic self. Yes, yes. Under Japanese rule, mm-hmm. yeah. Where it's like I'll if I'll just glad hand them while they're there. Yeah. I will. I will be friendly to their face and de- defy them at every at every chance I can. Not in a, not in a resistance fight. The power way. Of oh, just, when he's done like the fake items. And but the like, stuff, the, yeah. but also the fake. Like he obviously selling people fake items, but also he's kind of a snooty. Like he's a snooty uppity. He is. <laughs> like particular person. That but you I don't, still really like. Him. I like him a lot. <laughs> I like him a lot. A lot. But there yeah. are so many gaijins in the in yeah. occupied in the occupied West Coast that aren't like him. Yeah. Don't have any sass because they grew up in a they grew up occupied where they they grew sass. What is that? Mm-hmm. I, last time I saw someone get have sass, they got like True. they got like murdered or killed yeah. or like hurt. Yeah. That I, I I want to show some respect to him of how he was able to adapt to a surrounding and still remain himself, which is why he's mm-hmm. okay with going back to San Francisco. Though he cannot adapt to the neutral zone because I felt they're all pretty naive to pull over with the biker gang showing up. So naive. Y'all are idiots. We don't. <laughs> when we the biker live, gang pulls him over. Yo. Oh, we should do this. Fa- no. Yo, we live in the universe where the Nazis didn't win and America's still America and not lawless like the neutral zone is. I don't I'm pull, still like, no. I don't pull over yep. for armed biker gangs. No way. It's a hard I, pass. I speed up. Yeah. I speed up and hope they give. You hope probably they give have up. a bigger gas tank that they would last longer. Or, or I'd rather I'd rather go down doing that. Like I'd rather yeah. I'd rather go down. Like if if things went bad and then I that was my end. Mm-hmm. I would at least take solace in my mind of like how how did it go? See, but that's Ed. I tried to outrun them. That's, that's Ed. Ed. Robert Sheldon is like pull over. Pull like, yeah. over. We can talk about this. Yeah, no. and he gets sucker punched and Whereas, left yes. on the side of the road. Whereas Ed is like, no, nah, I can probably go faster than them. Yeah, bro, he had the gun and in the one gun. hand, yeah. driving with the other. I was like, okay, or well. hit them. Yeah, like I could probably yeah. shoot one, hit one, yeah, make the other realize they're outnumbered. Get, yeah, no, like, give them a good the love other, tap, and the motorcycle go crash. Yeah, like make them make them realize I'm not worth the trouble. Would yeah. be the best way to go about that's, it. That's yeah. a good point. Because that's really what you want in that moment. Because yeah. it's not a cop. If a cop pulls you over in. A lawful land, mm-hmm. like we, the one we live in, you have to pull over. Right. That's the, unless, 
unless what's waiting for you when they pull you over is <laughs> worth that much where it's like, they got to catch me. Yeah. <laughs> I've never in my life been through, never in my life have I, have I been, like, behind the law that much where I'm like... No. Man, I think they, I think I can go ninety. But yeah, <laughs> um, let's talk a little more about Sabra. And it was it a bar mitzvah? Yeah, it was a okay. So right. we we see a bar mitzvah at the end of episode six. Yeah. Yes, bat mitzvah is for ladies. Ladies, it confused me because in in my lifetime, sixteen year olds have bar mitzvahs and bat mitzvahs. Well, that's what they made the point. It doesn't matter how old you are, yes, it's still part you of the community. It, yes. And you know, he probably didn't get a chance to have it before. Also, I like the scene with the community, and they're talking about the, the ancient cactus, and that they're hard, yeah. on the, hard on the outside, very soft on the inside, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that they take a vote to make him stay. Yes. Because Frank was going to leave. Yeah. 100%. Which was fair. Take a vote. Let the people decide. But I do like, and I don't want it, I don't want this to come off the wrong way when I say it's the most Jewish thing I've ever seen, that it's a group of people who completely disagree, and they go, all right, take a vote. The eyes have it. And then everyone just sits down and eats. Everyone just says, okay, sure, no problem. All right, the eyes have it. I don't like it. Uh, I don't like it, but we're going to do it. The yeah, eyes have the, it. Their ceremony is really sweet, too, of how many other Jewish people are there. Because yes. we didn't really know. We thought maybe it's just Frank and, mm-hmm. um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the gentleman who, um, the pseudo rabbi. Reb. Mark, Reb. Oh, Reb, sorry. Yeah. Mark Sampson you. is also. And, uh, like, their, and their involvement was sweet of, you know, asking forgiveness or, you know, uh, not knowing your fate. And he says, well, that's all part of being Jewish. So Very that was true. nice to see more of this community, which we haven't had a chance to see a community of which, it. Which is worth mentioning and showing because Judaism versus a lot of other religions is more about community and identity. More so than, like, a Christian is, a, a Christian is, Christianity is a religion, whereas Judaism is a bit more of an identity. So I like the fact that when we do see them, against everything, they're a community in a place that could get raided and figured out at any time. Yeah. What I thought was really powerful about when that scene was going on was that simultaneously we saw yes. John yes. Smith being yes. sworn, sworn in um, as Rice Marshal of the United States, which, you know... Following that, we we get a little bit of Himmler's speech talking about community and this new world. So I thought it was very interesting that we were having those happen at the same time. Very powerful to see. um, And just a crazy, crazy moment. What did you guys think that? was great editing. Mm. I love the going back and forth and how much of a different kind of celebration it was. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and the Jewish community, everybody's smiling and happy. And then over the Reich, everyone's face. Very serious and not upset. Different. They were <laughs> smiling and happy is different from yes. not outwardly upset. <sighs> True, because <laughs> that's the difference in tone. I that transition. Who's team Tagami? Who's team Kido here? Is everyone team? Is everyone team Tagami here? Kido. 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 Sorry. Uh, oh, that's true. They butt their heads so much. They a do lot. not like each other. I love every time they come into a room together. <laughs> Stand off. You can just yeah. feel it because and like. I don't know, I just, I've loved this the entire time of just a, ch- a chief inspector versus a trade minister. Yes. Because a trade minister in this world has so has, his, has tentacles in so many things, and then a chief inspector, by virtue of being a chief inspector, has to have tentacles in all the things. I really enjoyed the reveal that there's all this information going around, yes. and how Keto um, learns of it, and... What are you going to do about the spy in your midst and putting him in his place? I mean, Tagomi is a more likable character in terms of he's much more level-headed and kind. Mm-hmm. 
And keto is just so um, interesting of this really mean, sour-faced person. Um, <laughs> go Joel De La Fuente, uh, who we had Skype last time, and we'll probably be Skyping in on our show. Hopefully, may happen. Um, as long as the stars align and everything works. Uh, but watching him is so interesting because he never smiles. He's <laughs> so serious and angry faced the whole time. And Takomi is more, you know, but they're the yin and yang mm-hmm. together of I want them to work together. And I'm hoping what went down will make them want to work together more because they're realizing stuff's going down in their own ranks. I think they have to. I think they're going to come to that realization yeah. because, you know, uh, Tagomi has a lot of information that Keto could benefit from knowing mm-hmm. and vice versa. And I think in order for them to stop an impending war or or more from starting, they need to at least tolerate each other enough yes. to be on the same page. It's funny to me how they're both so like old-fashioned in their own ways. Mm-hmm. But um, Tagomi, obviously, having, you know, the fact that he is a traveler, he's a lot more open-minded and I think mm. understands... That certain things need to happen for the greater good that may not be in the best interest of the empire at the moment, but these things need to happen because it could be a lot worse. But I think he knows that because he has that information. You share that with Keto, maybe you can find some sort of common ground. I think up until where we are in the series... Tagomi always had to protect Juliana. Right. Yes. As yes. of this moment, he does not have to protect Juliana from Keto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if anything, Tagomi and Keto both should feel a certain type of way about Juliana doing what she did to Joseph because the Nazis aren't going to believe that it was just Juliana Crane. Right. The no. Nazis are 100% on board with, no, we sent... It's the Japanese. Like, we sent she, Joseph Smith there and, the, like, the Japanese sent the Yakuza and, like, destroyed him. Destroyed she put him them in, in like, a bad position. Yeah, she like, did. And, like, bit, I, know, yeah. I know Tagomi will be pretty zen about it, but, I like, I think if there were ever a time for them to compare notes... It would be now. Yeah. Well, and within reason, because I don't think he could really just tell Keto he, that he went to an ultimate in 1965. Actually, Tagomi, and, speaking of Tagomi and Joe, who thought he was going to be able to travel away out of Joe's uh, gunshot? I was thinking, please travel, Ooh, please travel, get out of that shot. He, do you think I he, thought he oh, was okay. trying. Oh. Because he has that moment where he knows he Joe's trying, behind yes. him, and he's trying to focus, and I think he couldn't get Zen, and that's why he didn't, and then it didn't matter because then Joe left anyways. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that's that. what he was trying to do. No, I think, actually, now that I'm thinking back on that shot, that's it was it was shot frontward with Joe yes. behind him that there was nowhere else to go. Yeah. That it's like, I might as well, I would rather die trying to switch universes, yeah. which is the thing my opponent wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. And then it ultimately just worked out. Um, Which I love I when John Smith he was sees for it. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that too. But yeah. no, uh, I thought he was trying to go. Uh, which I loved, which we'll get more to John Smith, but I love when John Smith got to see the traveler disappear. Ooh, oh, that's gonna, so good. That's going to tee us off into predictions, so I'm going to try and leave us enough time yes. to do that. Um, real quick, I do want to talk about not just the music in this episode, but there's some multiversey things that actually kind of get us into the Reichsmarschall. Obviously, J. Edgar Hoover exists Across So our special segment... Our special segment, sorry, is... Pretty much comparing the real world uh, to I this. I thought we had a catchy title. History we didn't. Across yeah. the Multiverse. Yes. Yeah, Thank let's you. do that. Perfect. History Across the Multiverse. I think what I have today is more pop culture History Across the Universe. You'll notice on the, epi- on the scene where it was Nicole and... Mm-hmm. Hel- not Helena. Oh, Thelma. Thelma. That's... Helena yes. looks like Thelma from way back here. <laughs> They, you heard Frank Sinatra's witchcraft. I pushed pause specifically to see in the x-ray what 
Like, oh, well, it yeah. must be a cool cover. No, it was actually Frank Sinatra's Witchcraft, mm. which means Frank Sinatra is still Frank Sinatra under the Nazi Reich, which I find just fascinating. That is interesting. Um, you also I guess hear... his songs are okay enough for them. Well, his songs are the great American songbook, which is what I find interesting. That's so true. It's weird well, that witchcraft... St- in my mind, I just want to know the great American songbook that Frank Sinatra has perfected in our universe. Which songs on that book aren't there? <laughs> like, that's all I want to know. It's a good and, question. And, that's... like, also we learned with Resistance Radio that some songs exist across the multiverse and Resistance Radio plays them mm. or gets them and then plays them, so then they exist multiple ways, and, like, that's kind of cool and kitschy. I also noticed um, they mentioned the DiMaggio brothers. Yes. Playing for not the New York Yankees, because the New York Yankees aren't a team. I don't remember the other name of the team, but they it's a different team. It was a, ra- it was a real brief radio advertisement. But once again, the DiMaggio brothers are all still athletes under the Nazi Reich. And similarly, J- not only is J. Edgar Hoover still existing and a high-ranking government official in this universe, but he also has dirt. That's probably him in a dress. Like that's probably ah, like I, I. We don't get to see what that. We don't dirt see is. what the dirt is, but in my mind, it's the same dirt that exists in our world, which right. is that he likes wearing dresses. Because hmm. that was a well-known thing. That part of the reason he was never president is that everyone had he had dirt on all the incoming. Pre- he had dirt on all the incoming presidents, hmm. but someone had dirt on him that he was dressed. He was in a dress, so he was stuck. He was stuck as FBI director across like five presidents. The story of J. Edgar Hoover is very fascinating. Yeah. I would buy that, that that's the dirt, what it is, and I guess we're led to assume that. I, I would That be, was amazing editing, yes. too. Mm-hmm. That scene of Ooh, thinking. The wool on the eyes to, to think, yes. that, like, are we about to see him, like, are we about to see John Smith? And, like, we'll jump around. We'll jump yeah. back to year zero, but I do want to talk about John Smith becoming uh, Reich's Marshal. Oh, that scene was so good. I thought he was going down. So, do we think if John Smith is committing treason by killing two people to conceal that his son has a mutation. Yes. Per the Nazi. Per the Nazi Reich. Do we feel if he were were sent out of the country on that treason, he would have gone to Cuba or would he have been executed? I think his treason is more that he was hiding his son's illness, not that he murdered people. Really? That's fine. Yes. (laughs) Because the the Fuhrer leader... Himmler. Himmler. Yes. uh, He uh, seems like he knows what it really was that went down, and he didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. Well, fair. He was, like he said, he's invested a lot in grooming John yeah. Smith to move up in the ranks. And he's like, you know, you almost let your secrets get out. Mm-hmm. So I, I agree with you. I think the secret was more so that I guess he knew about um, Thomas's illness versus the killing. Because they kill in the name of whatever. In mm-hmm. Yeah, they kill all the time. I don't even think that's the issue. Look how quick he was, you know, to throw yeah. someone out who was just rice marshal. He's like, get the hell out of here. So, um, and then, you know, even in that moment, like... Even the way Himmler handled it in in the sense of, like, I know what's going on. I'm covering for you, you know, because the bigger picture here. Also, let's not forget, his son's ultimate sacrifice ended up playing right into his hand anyway. Yes. So I don't think at the end of the day he could have really been like, oh, you knew and da-da-da. Like, it still worked out for him Fair. in the best possible way. I, oh, yeah. So. I, I think the, the the kind of humor I'm trying to get from that scene which there wasn't a whole lot, but the kind I'm trying to get out of that scene is John Smith killed two people to cover up the fact that his son, who self-selected, had a mutation that was against regulation and all of that. If he were to have been found guilty of that treason, I think he would have still been exiled to Havana 
similar to how Rockwell was. That it's all ultimately, and I think that's what Himmler was saying, where it's just like... It's optics. I'm, like, it's optics. That it's, yeah. It's very much like, I am upset with you, and you'll never be a person of power here. However... I still need to use you. However, I, I would rather exile you to Havana, and you might come back. Probably. Speaking of exiling, none of you are exiled. I just picked a word. Trans- it's bad transition day. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite television shows, from dramas, reality television, sci-fi, and more. There is no network that works harder to serve television fans, but we need your help. We are asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that is tailor-made for you, and it will help AfterBuzz TV continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be, because they are optional. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out all the AfterBuzz TV YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did in the comments, and we will thank you live on air. And for now, thank you for being the best fans and helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Let's get to year zero, because then we have to get back to John Smith and the multiverse and all the reckless speculation. One last thing on John Smith. I loved his facial expression, because he was like, fuck. (laughs) And freaking, like, just the quiver going, and the threat of, keep your wife in check. Oof. Oh. Keep your wife in check, or we will put your wife in check. Yeah. It's very, very much in, I don't know how... I think Helen is reacting pretty reasonably. I think she's better now, but it's exactly what she needed in terms of she needed something to do. Yeah. Having this maid having nothing to do will drive you nuts. You have nothing. You just get bored. Yeah. And the basic things of, okay, fine, have them made clean, but you could make the food and do the other things with your kids so that yeah. you feel you're useful. Well, a maid is there for you. You can control your maid. Like, I don't think she's used to that, though. Uh, fair. I- she's not... That is a learned skill to know that the maid is there for you. You can tell the maid, no, don't clean that room. I want to clean that room. They're not going to ask why. They're like, cool, I don't have to clean that room now. (laughs) I think she was also just, like, grieving for the longest. Oh, still, yes. yes. Even thinking, like, oh, I should be useful. That'll help me feel like my old self again. Like, I don't think any of that thought process occurred to her at all until later. And that was kind of John's doing of... You know, sending the maid away. But so that- when you're in, I mean, everybody grieves differently, absolutely. But if she's in this state of not having anything to do and just wallowing in that despair, it mm. helps to have an activity, even For if it's sure. mundane. To but when you're keep in going, it, you don't you don't oh, see yeah, that. No, People not at all. Okay. Are just like tunnel tunnel mode grieving, and she's yeah. also like thinking about the impending doom that could happen again yes. if her daughter also tests positive for yeah. the same condition that Thomas has. So I think in Helen's mind, it's like, she's battling so much. How do I keep it together, yeah. support John, be a good mother under the Reich, and prepare myself for this potentially happening again yeah. with my daughter? Like, how many more kids am I going to lose in the name of what we live under? Mm. Yep. So, so yes, awful. Switching gears briefly so we can get to the year zero stuff. They're going to destroy all the monuments. Do you uh, think this, yeah. given how, like, most of, most, like, most of the generation they're dealing with, people there around their 30s and 40s, will have only ever known the Reich existing in America. So do we think the American spirit is inherent, or do we think it's gone and they're going to destroy the monuments and everyone's going to be cool with it? Not gone. Mm-mm. No? Yeah, I, I, I want to believe the American spirit is inherent to the, yeah. to the land and the, the yeah. values and the everything and, like, rah-rah. Yeah. I fear, I fear this show might be too real and be like, nope, everyone's cool with it. Well, because even people like John and Helen knew the world before. Yeah. They have adapted to their world and accepted it. 
but you can see they have moments of not being okay with it, but you do what you got to do. There'll be the other people that, no, they're not going to do that even if they're told to. Mm. Well, let's not forget, up until this point, though, it's like, yes, things have changed. Like, this is a whole new world, but, like... They didn't decide to get rid of those monuments until just now. And I think something like that is so powerful and so real that can either inspire and awaken that spirit of resistance even more than we could have imagined. Because sometimes you need that stimulus to wake you up out of, like, the zombie mode that you're in. You're just trudging along. Because I think the the genuine look of fear in John's face when they... um, The new Colossus. He was not happy about the monuments. Yeah, like... They, it, it, it was just like that moment that I think anybody would feel like, oh, shit, like this is, they're really, really doing away. Like there's not even a chance anymore because, you know, monuments are supposed to stand for something bigger. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. getting rid of that, you're literally tearing down morale. Um, yeah. I I hope that. Also, one last question before we jump into the predictions, which is also John Smith and the multiverse. Do we think Nicole is fully brain Himmler brainwashed? Mm-mm. You know, I've been wondering that as well because... I I've, I feel it could easily be that, or mm-hmm. she's just playing the game and playing the long game. I think she's in it for her and hers. Yes. Yeah, like, I think so. And, like, also, I don't think, let's say there is a revolution because they tore down a bunch of monuments. I don't think she understands that that's the repercussion. Mm. Or, or that Himmler said it and she doesn't care. I think she's not aware of the American right because the way Thelma explains to her, yeah, it's not the same here. We can't yeah, just do this. True. This could ruin our life. And she seemed to have no idea about that. So I think she's going to start maybe having her moments of realization because we learned before she's not 100% with the Reich of the old Reich. She's yes. more the new. Well, I also think she represents the new, the golden, the Himmler's golden boys. Yeah. The go- golden, golden children. The Himmler's Though they chil- seem pretty brainwashed. <laughs> but like, but they're brainwashed in a way that like an honor student at a college is brainwashed where mm. they, or an athlete at a college is brainwashed where they think the rules don't apply to them. Mm. Which is why she, like, Thelma thinks, like, oh, I right. can't, you don't understand, like, that's yeah. not, whereas she's like, what are you talking about? I'm Himmler's child. That's exactly no what No one's touching say. me. No one's, like, I can do whatever I want. It's you, if you sleep with another woman that isn't me, we're done. We're done and you're dead. But even still, I, even though she might have that mentality, she's still operating under very great care and not putting herself out there. True. Because True. as much as she may be one of Himmler's children, she still understands the, the reality that they live in in this universe. That stuff's not going to fly. Also, Bella Heathcote, very fine actress. Interviewed oh her at Comic-Con yes. two years ago. It's on the original at YouTube.com slash TV. Nice. I may or may not have called her Bella Thorne in that video. Oh. So go find it. It's not my best work. Uh, let's jump on into predictions. Oh. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Whew. So, this is a crazy theory I've been kicking around. I think the best way to bring it in is, do we think the Joe Smith that died in the middle of episode five? Joe Blake. Sorry, the, he's that's the Joe Blake that died in the middle of episode five is the same Joe Blake from the other two seasons. Yeah. Given that there are infinite Joe Blakes. Yeah, because we haven't seen... I would have wanted to see two Joes, but I don't think that's impossible, but yes. I do think it's the, our Joe, and I think prison broke him. Yes. Prison and torture broke him, and... That's his way to survive, and he, that's the way he rationalized it. So I'm kind of okay with him being dead because it's not the Joe we knew. Mm. I also, the more I think on it, the more I think the doctor we saw, the do- there's only one doctor in the Reich that's working on this multiverse stuff. Yes. And he's not far enough along to go and pull another Joe. 
No, He's just so. now seeing people disappear. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, even prior to this point, we haven't seen two of the same people in the same universe. Because yeah. we got one version of Trudy, then we got another one. Mm. We never saw two Trudys. Mm-hmm. I, I was saw... saying that this doctor would have figured it out and swapped them. Oh, right. But got you. That, mm-hmm. I don't... I'm... I don't rule out the the I don't rule out them finding another Joe Blake in an like I don't rule, True. I don't rule out them that could happen getting there and then doing that or someone else doing that uh John Smith speaking of swapping his plan is to go and get another son right Oh yes that's, 100% that's, he wants to bring his that son to them Untransparently that is his plan cuz he's think out he for wants, him and his Yeah I don't think he wants to leave the Reich and take his family to wherever that place is I think he wants to take the son and replace I think either I or. I think he should have the other idea and just take them all in. I hope yeah. he does. I don't think he's thought it through, to be very honest. I think I think he's just like, there's a way to not live in this timeline. Either how do I take my family with me or how do I join my family in another timeline? Yeah. Because yeah. by seeing his son in the flesh in that film, it confirms that he, he and Helen do get together anyway mm. and that they have that son anyway. Meaning more... More of the pieces than aren't exist in another timeline that he can just go to and start over for himself, and then everyone else is there. And I it's think, weird. Fair enough. Even seeing that, I, w- I would hope for his character might relieve a little bit of guilt that you know that he and Helen were struggling with that they raised this perfect Nazi boy who ended up, you know, giving his own life for the cause. But then that in another world that they did raise a normal young human being who is. Still alive. Looks happy and healthy. In a free America. In a free yeah. America. In a free America. Um, let's get into predictions at large. What do we got? Um, I think uh, we're definitely going to have another showdown between Frank. I, well, I kind of saw a tweet, but okay. I, I think Frank and Keto are going to meet up again. That feels right. Oh, yeah. They have uh, to. They have to because I think Keto is obsessed it's going to find him somehow. I don't know what's going to happen from said showdown. Mm. Because maybe bigger picture things will make them be like, there's bigger problems <laughs> than what we're doing right now. Uh, I hope Tagomi and Keto pair up and learn that they need to work together to survive. Uh, Juliana and Wyatt, I feel we can trust Wyatt. And, yep. Yeah. Um, we worked it out in the room. I think the year zero stuff with Nicole, I think... Whether she knows it or not, I think that's going to spurn resistance among mm-hmm. among the American Reich. Part of me feels she's such a free spirit that she's okay with that. And mm. part of me thinks she's so naive and of the golden boy mentality that she doesn't know or care or care to know. Yeah. That I I think there's some type of aloofness there that she either doesn't care she's going to cause the resist, like she's going to embolden the re- revolution, or that's her that's her point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, to piggyback off that prediction, I do think that Nicole, uh, at the end of the day, will go back to Berlin. That's she only came there to help with the year null, like new propaganda. She wasn't mm-hmm. living there prior, um, so I think she's gonna start whatever she starts with yep. all that propaganda. Probably try and grab Thelma and make a run for Berlin. Not necessarily make a run, but just go back to the comfortable life yeah. that she's accustomed to and try to bring Thelma into that as well. Um, I think that I think there's going to be more for John Smith in terms of like another promotion of some sort. Because well, yeah. I feel like as things get worse, he seems to get more powerful. Well, he's he's the equivalent of the president of America. If president Amer- of America, like right if now. America were, but you're, you're saying, and I think Himmler even said it. He's grooming him for bigger than for, that. Exactly, and that's been in the back of my head because mm-hmm. I don't think he wants of, to leave either. The end of season two, we saw the death of Hitler, right? Yeah. So 
could we lose another fear? Could could John Smith potentially move up to a point where he has no escape mm. and can't tap into that other world that he wants to be a part of so badly? I feel like that's what's going to happen. He's going to be faced with a really, really impossible choice of um, do I stay or do I go? I think my final prediction is Rockwell from Havana. He, he talked a lot about Napoleon being exiled and then coming back. I think he is our very end of the season reveal. That he's he's in the- so dead. They stabbed him. He's dead. No, the the guy. Oh, then never mind. Yeah. I'm yeah. silly. I'm being silly. He has his fun pseudo sexy time. Doesn't get sex and then gets stabbed through the back. Never mind. I was yeah. watching that. I remember. I was watching that scene at a gym, so I was more worried about covering it, so other people <laughs> at the gym didn't see it. So apologies, oh, everyone. You let them see. I. It's a YMCA. It's a whole thing. Okay. So, <laughs> yes. where can the people find you and talk about this episode? Yes. Sorry, oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. No, you're good. Back, you guys. You can find me on Twitter at Christine Bean and on Instagram at Christine I Alexis. Tweet me. Let's geek out about the show. And of course, be sure to comment in the section below this video. And no spoilers, because we're only up to episode six. Yes. <laughs> we haven't watched the other ones yet. Uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D Lane. That's K A R I D L A N E. And as always, I'm Steve Kaufman. You can find me on Twitter almost exclusively at Steve Kaufman. That is K A U F. M-A-N-N. I do a lot of cool stuff. I tweet about it fairly regularly. Thank you all so much for joining us here for the Man in the High Castle after show. We will see you next week. See ya! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and we are the Bills. We're so The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 